Good morning, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. This is Rebby, and in this podcast, we are reflecting on my journey on one of the online courses I took to complete my master's degree in leadership. I am going to share how taking the team leadership and conflict negotiation course has challenged my assumptions about leadership and inspired me to become a better leader. Let me share with you the five major concepts that will help achieve my vision of helping other aspiring leaders to reach their full potential. Who knows, my strategies could help you as well. First, communicate as much as you can. Be open, transparent and honest about everything in your organization. As a leader, one needs to be aware of both verbal and non-verbal communication cues. I need to train myself to develop effective communication skills. This will help in getting to know the team members at a personal level as well as building trust. When you communicate, team members feel valued and seen and not only as means to an end. As a leader, I need to make sure that all the voices are heard. I had a misconception that vulnerability is not a quality a leader should have, but this course had challenged my view on this. Leaders can be vulnerable. It shows that they are only human and they need help as well. It helps build a trusting relationship between team members. Let me share a story here. When the pandemic first started, our manager could not tell us that our hours will be cut off significantly until the last minute. This led to a lot of misunderstanding and turnover at my workplace. She didn't want to be vulnerable about how the crisis was affecting us. I will try to make sure this never happens by communicating even the bad news. Second, Build trust. Trust is the invisible thread that binds teams and organizations together. It is the quality in a relationship that builds over time. I did not think that an abstract concept such as trust would play such a huge role in team leadership or work environment. I thought that employees are simply paid to work for the organization. After this course, I understand trust is necessary to achieve better results foster a healthy relationship and most importantly to avoid conflicts at work. I believe trust is best demonstrated through delegation of authority and autonomy over work. This also leads to empowering team members and demonstrates that the leader trusts in their abilities. And I believe this is how I can help aspiring leaders. Rao says that trust is the foundation of any relationship. And we know if the foundation is not strong, whatever is built on it will eventually collapse. Teams cannot function at their optimal level without trusting each other. In my opinion, integrity plays an important role in building trust in any relationship and organization. As transformational servant leaders, we need to model the behavior of the team and walk the talk. Third, empower. Empowering others requires a strong foundation of trust and constant communication. What stood out for me in empowerment is the concept of inclusion. For me, empowering not only meant giving others autonomy over their work, but now I know it also means including those team members who will be affected in the decision-making process. Empowering others also means trusting one's leadership skills. After all, we need to train teams to lead our legacy. Just a few months ago, after working for over a year with my current employer, I finally got a chance to train a new employee. I cannot describe in words how it felt. 
To push teams to reach their highest potential, we need to create mechanisms to empower them. Fourth, collaborate. This course has helped me understand that if I want a team of future leaders, collaboration is the best way to nurture the unique capabilities of the team members. Collaboration promotes innovation. When we collaborate for change, it makes change adaptable and sustainable. Leon suggests leading change collaboratively means having a decentralized system where power and control are distributed with members of the team. This relates to empowering others on the team which cannot happen unless we trust our team members and maintain open communication with them. Finally, building on all these skills will help me become a better leader and a good conflict negotiator. After this course, I have realized that conflicts are normal and the teams come out stronger after conflicts. It provides an opportunity for growth and development. Additionally, conflicts also provide a chance for the team members to clear the air. But interestingly, do little notes some of the most serious conflicts occur among individuals and groups who understand each other very well but who strongly disagree. Interesting. So we need to be able to look deeper at the root cause of the conflict and address them accordingly. I've always taken the avoiding approach to conflict, but this course has challenged my strategy. We need to face the conflict and learn to separate people from the problem. On the other hand, I have learned collaborating and communicating helps better address the conflict. As transformational servant leaders, we should be empathetic and be able to walk in our team members' shoes. We need to put their need first, choose to empower them and help them develop their best potential. DSLs must listen. Oftentimes, we tend to overlook the power of listening. This course has taught me that one does not need to be formal leader to practice leadership. Every time we influence someone to do better we are leading. Leadership is about how one can influence others positively. Additionally, I have realized that for organizations to succeed, it takes a team effort, thus the necessity of team leadership. Finally, the next step for me is to put my knowledge into practice by communicating with my colleagues, my manager, developing my listening skills, being empathetic, uh, collaborating and cooperating and facing conflict headfirst. One of the best takeaways for me is having faith in God's plan and learning to look at the bigger picture. Additionally, all this knowledge had made me question my pre-assumptions on leadership, which I intend to clarify through more research on the topic. Furthermore, consulting expert sources and comparing them with the real-life experience to note the difference between theory and practice comparing how it's being done in other industries and what is working for them. How does the theory differ in practice in a different context is what I aim to do. What do you think? How should I address my remaining questions on team leadership? Please send in your ideas to the email. Thank you for listening and your time. This is Revi signing off.